the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, folks. Right now, it is 106, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And it's a glorious Wednesday. Glorious Wednesday. I'm going to dip in a little bit. House Republicans are speaking after the big GOP victory in Virginia. Folks, what an unbelievable day. Food tastes better. Air seems cleaner. You know what? Just an amazing day. This portion of our program is brought to you by JKL Engineering. Now, listen, call JKL today at 401 351 7600. 401 351 7600 or online at jkl-eng.com. JKL, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Boy, it was cold, chilly last night. It's chilly today. The heating season is here. Let JKL design and install natural gas, high-efficiency carrier, infinity system. Energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. Highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. Engineering, call them today for 55 years. Their reputation is second to none. Call J.K.L. Estimates are free. Financing is available. Both residential and commercial, 401-351-7600. Folks, again, visit the website, petro.com. By the way, we also have, uh, for those of you that watch One After Dark, our Facebook live feed, we have a... A uh, very special one tonight. You don't want to miss it. We will be posting it on the website, dipetro.com. I have more on the situation in North Kingstown. On the website, visit it, dipetro.com, which is brought to you by Pat Elston, Caldwell Bank, a realty based out of Cumberland. Pat, you know, she has 20 years' experience. Call her. Do you know Pat Elston? Give her a call. Say, hey, Pat Elston. I heard Juan discussing you. 401 474-5253. Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, the real estate market right now, it is strong, but you don't want to go with amateur hour. You want to deal with someone that knows what they're doing. Pat Elston. Give them a call. All right, I want to um, dip in a little bit. The Republicans are speaking about Virginia. And folks, I'm telling you that I believe that the this whole big spending bill, I, I think it's DOA. I do. I think it's dead. I don't think it's happening. Let me see if we can dip in a little bit. Let's okay. This is on Capitol Hill. The Republicans. Folks, listen to this. Again, this is on the John DePietro show. On our side of the oh, today. yeah. It's, uh, it's a great day to be an American. Yep. It's a great day to be a Texan. You know, last night, all eight constitutional amendments passed in Texas. That was historical. Also historical, we flipped a seat. The Republican Party flipped a seat that is predominantly Hispanic and hadn't been flipped in a very long time. What does that show? It shows that Americans have had enough with these socialist policies, these Biden socialist policies. In particular, this failed border amnesty proposal is dead on arrival, right? What it also showed is... I wanted, it showed that people like uh, RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, who invested in these Hispanic outreach centers in San Antonio, make a difference. It's how we win elections. We won the election for two reasons. One, Americans have had enough of this administration, from the House to the White House. Two, people like Jeannie and Frank Fonseca, who live in inner city 
Antonio that go out and door knock and help candidates win at all different levels. We need more people. The Republican Party needs more people like Jeannie and Frank if we're going to take back the House. Now I'd like to turn it over to my good friend, Julia Letlow from Louisiana. Thank you, Congressman. As a single mom of two, a former educator, and a concerned American, education is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It is no secret that our nation faces tremendous challenges in education. And during the, the pandemic this last year, many of us joined our children in the virtual classroom and found ourselves concerned with the curriculum we witnessed. The other side's proposed solutions to nationalize the curriculum and push a one-size-fits-all approach to education has proven to fail time and time again. That's right. It is clearly not the answer. As Republicans, we believe that education is a true partnership between parents and the learning environment that works best for their children. That's right. We don't think that the relationship between a family and educators needs to be adversarial. We want schools to work hand-in-hand -hand with families, bringing new ideas and innovations to the table that will truly put our students first. The Commonwealth of Virginia spoke loudly and clearly last night, and they agree with us. I think the problems we have with the other side's education proposals are indicative of many of the larger issues. The other side wants to shut parents out and have government do the job. That simply doesn't work because these are our children, not the government's. Parents should not have a curriculum forced on their children. That's exactly right, folks. Agenda. Instead, they should be able to choose one yep. that fits with their beliefs and their values. That's right. Thank you, and I'd like to turn it over to my esteemed colleague from Louisiana, Republican Whip Steve Scalise. All right, here he is, folks, Steve Scalise. Thank you, Julia. What and, and a for day. For being here. Uh, first, I want to congratulate Governor-elect Youngkin for running such an impressive campaign. And it was a campaign that was focused on optimism. It was a campaign that was focused on empowering parents to take back their state, uh, to take back the ability to have control over their kids' education from the very union bosses who are trying to keep kids out of school, who are trying to keep parents out of school board meetings. That kind of big government socialism was rejected overwhelmingly by the voters last night in Virginia, and also big government socialism was rejected in a number of other states. New York, you saw record numbers of Republicans getting elected to school boards where parents are getting more and more engaged at the local level, concerned about things like critical race theory being rammed down their kids' throats. Right. Hatred of America. Yep. That is un-American, and that was rejected last night. Something else that was rejected last night? was the Democrats' radical, crazy defund the police movement. That's right. Overwhelmingly rejected yep. by voters. Hear that, Lieutenant like Governor Matos? It was so encouraging to see people take their government back. And that's what you saw last night. And yet here in Washington, the same big government socialists who were rejected in states like Virginia are doubling down on their, their failed policies. Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi did not get the message from what happened last night. Now, maybe more of their members will look in the mirror and say, I don't want to be the next Terry McAuliffe. But if they keep voting for big government socialism, they're going to go the same way as Terry McAuliffe. Because if you look at a state like Virginia, it was a D plus 10, if you think about Cook ratings. That means a D plus 10 state became an R plus 2 state. That's a 12-point swing. 
which means there's, there are districts all across the country that are represented right now by Democrats in at least D plus five, six, seven, even D plus ten uh, districts that have to be looking in the mirror going, am I going to keep voting for this big government socialism? And I think they're going to have a reckoning that it's time to start working with Republicans on solutions that actually address crises and problems that families are facing. This majority led by Speaker Pelosi has not brought up a bill in over a month to address any of the crises families are facing, like inflation, like high gas prices, like the border crisis. Their answer is actually to go the opposite direction. They want to tax people more so that they can give out $450,000 checks to people who come here illegally. Right. People are rejecting those kind of radical ideas. And I'll tell you, as Republicans are focused on this common sense agenda to get this country back on track, to work with those parents who want to take their schools back, our leader has been leading that charge to lay out that bold vision, meeting with parents, meeting with families, talking about an agenda that actually helps the hardworking families who are struggling today under the weight of President Biden and Speaker Pelosi's failed agenda. And he was very involved in the victory helping the Yunkin campaign, our leader, Kevin McCarthy. Here he is, the next speaker. Oh, what a night it was. <laughs> it was a night just not about Virginia. It was a night about America. Have you heard from other members here? Virginia, New Jersey, New York, Minneapolis, Seattle, Texas. Today is a wake-up call for Washington Democrats to abandon the partisanship, the extremist agenda of Washington-based programs that cost trillions of dollars. That's right. And don't have programs that nobody even wants. Yeah. We have warned Speaker Pelosi almost every day that she's been in the majority this year. Her policies were wrong and not wanted. She saw it time and again. She watched school board meetings where parents would come and ask to have a say in their children's education. What was the Democratic's answer? To pressure the Attorney General to go after the parents. Even if your child was raped in a bathroom. We watched people fearful of the rising cost of inflation. The Democrats' answer? To spend trillions more to make you cost a tax on everyone. As we watched with the cameras as Republicans went to the border, led many times by Tony Gonzalez, the fear of what was happening of their new policies along the border. And more than 1.4 million people have come across, more than 160 countries. People that are on the terrorist watch list being caught. And the Democrats continue to ignore us. Crime rising across America for the cities that asked to defund the police based upon Democratic policies. Just in my home state, not far from Nancy Pelosi, our Speaker's house, five Walgreens closed because it could not stay open just with the theft that continues to rise. What was their answer? More of the same. Just last weekend, NBC had a poll that talked about the biggest concerns that Americans had and who was best to lead it. I think when you look at Governor-elect Youngkin, 
do with one that can be. See, listen. He didn't bring past politicians in. He listened to those in Virginia. That's right. It didn't matter if you were Republican or Democrat. He didn't take political consultants' advice like Terry McAuliffe. He took parents' advice. On his closing night, he talked about reforming the DMV. Regardless of what party or who you are, but if you live in Virginia, you're going to answer the phone and ask how they can help. It's a fundamental belief as Americans that parents should have a say in their children's education. They should be able to know what the curricular is. And the one thing that we have found time and again, the Democrats believe that not to be true. When I came in today, I expected maybe they'd have a change of heart. They're doubling down with a new promise to vote again on all the things that an election last night told them not to. And when you think about it, in Virginia, a Republican governor was elected after 13 consecutive statewide election losses to Democrats. But just a year ago, President Biden won by more than 10 points. And as you heard, the new Republican lieutenant governor breaking ceilings. In New Jersey, Democrats are underperforming even worse. Yeah. By more than 15 points. It's not just in the governor's race, which many of you did not follow or cover. The Senate Democrat president lost to a Republican who spent less than $200 on a campaign. Now, what I would take from that is policy matters. In San Antonio, as Tony talked about, it's not the first time he took a seat that was 73% Hispanic and a Republican won. Tony has led that charge. But a state house seat that is 73% Hispanic, but carried by Joe Biden by 14 points, flipped to a Republican. Yeah. In Seattle, Washington, clear across the country. Yes, you heard that right. Ann Davison, a Republican, is winning a race for city attorney. Wow. How many nights has there been a riot in Seattle, Washington? Oh, every she night. She to be the first woman in that role. Yeah. Republican in 32 years. Look at that, folks. This is the next speaker, Kevin McCarthy. We grew our conference one more. Yep. We're now 213. It only takes 218 to be a majority. With Mike Carey winning in Ohio 15. How about that? I don't believe these races are just about Republicans. Four seats away. Failed policies that Democrats continue to push. I'm not sure what the speaker will do. I know we're on break next week and she's off to another European trip. I think that would make three in three months. I know if I was a Democrat today, one thing I would sincerely know, there's going to be a lot of retirements, either before the election or in 370 days. That's right. If you do not change course, yep. if you do not start listening to the public. That's right, Kevin. If you do not understand the policies you are pushing, yep. or making prices more expensive, will be our most expensive Thanksgiving ever. Uh, but the gas and the price enough. of gasoline is higher than we've watched in seven years, and the answer from your party is begging OPEC to produce more instead of America solving their own problems. A border that's unsecure, with no attention, Trillions of dollars you want to push with no money there to secure the border. Oh. 
And your education policy is to push the Attorney General to investigate parents. If you didn't know that was failed by the polling, if you didn't know that was a problem by the calls of Americans to your office, you should have woken up after last night. Because it wasn't just in Virginia. It was in New Jersey. It was in Minneapolis. It was in Texas. And it was in Seattle. One thing I will tell you, Republicans listen. We hear you. We know the places that we can improve. And we make this promise to you. We will soon unroll Parents' Bill of Rights. Oh, I like this. Your wealth, the color of your skin. I like this. Once you have a wow. child, it is no longer what you become. Yep. It is now what opportunity your children will have. You have a right to know what's being taught in school. You have a right to participate. Education is the great equalizer. We're all created equal. And we're going to make sure we make that happen across this country. Wow. With that, let's open up for questions. Yes, ma'am. Folks, again, this is Kevin McCarthy. The Republicans having this press briefing. Kevin McCarthy will be the new speaker next year when Pelosi is shown the door. Folks, I want to stay with this just for a few moments. And again, good afternoon at 123 on this glorious Wednesday. My first was, <laughs> I guess I can't be surprised, the morning after Republicans went across the nation, the media wants to try to find division. Yep. I watched the Republican Party more united, more people joining it, based upon policy. Right. Policy matters. Yes. I think when you saw... All the last 10 months, the policy of the Democrats, I think people were open to trying to find something much better. And they've had that experience uh, under a Republican majority and with President Trump in there. That's right. But I don't think Biden's over. These races, Let's go, Brandon. Before us. I think that's just another political point. That's yes, right. Beat it, Biden. So a second question about Trump. Well, Trump is talking about it. Okay. He wasn't there in Virginia talking about it. So is it a sign that he's not essential for Republicans to win? You don't necessarily need him to have a question. I don't know. Have you ever run for office? Okay. So your question is about Trump after we just held an election. Oh, God. The media is brutal. We have a president that shuts down a pipeline with American jobs losing more than a million, but allows Putin to produce one. Where Putin is now bringing his own military to the border of Ukraine. We watched this president change by executive orders the border, where we're insecure, or the security is gone. We watched parents come to school board meetings craving to have input. Yep. A father getting arrested. That's right. His daughter was molested in a bathroom. We watched Republican after Republican, one who only spent $200 to take down a sitting president of the Senate. This is about policy. This is about a united party. This isn't about division. And I don't agree with your question to start out with. I mean, to me, if there's anything the press should learn, you should learn from Terry, Terry McAuliffe. All he talked about was Trump as well. That's right. You say that policy matters. 
political, but who was in Washington defending the parents? Who was in Washington questioning the attorney general? Who was in Washington asking him to rescind going after the parents when we found out it was one letter from one organization? And they actually apologized after that hearing. Who has been in Washington saying, don't defund the police? That's Who's right. been offering the legislation? Yep. Yeah. It's local politics, but you know what? We're all elected locally. So we bring those policies here because we listen to our constituents. There is a contrast between Republicans and Democrats. There is a difference of belief. And I think that displayed pretty greatly in the election last night. Yes. Once again, you're listening. This is. Oh, I think education is always a topic. Speaker to be I Kevin think McCarthy. What's fine is the Republican Party will be the party of education. Is that, is that, is that something that is with Have you spent any time with Virginia Fox or Elise? Or Congresswoman Letlow? Do you know what their life has been and what they experienced? This isn't the first time we've been fighting and talking about education, right? What? This isn't the first time we've been offering legislation about it. So it's something that we have worked a great deal on, and I think it will only be highlighted based upon what happened last night. Yeah. About the national that's a good question. If, if I was in the Democratic conference today, and you want to surely look at it from a political science point of view, if you're a Democrat, and President Biden won your seat by 16 points, you're in a competitive race next year. You are no longer safe. Wow. It's no longer will the competition of competitive seats be small. It'll be more than 70 Democrats that will be competitive. There's many that are going to lose their races based upon walking off a cliff. Yep. Nancy Pelosi pushing them. She may not care to if she loses. She lost 63 the last time she was speaker moving policy that the country didn't care for. Many believe she won't stay around. So is she going to be there to defend you? Are you going to bring President Biden in with his policies huh. in your district to defend you? Are you going to bring the vice president in? Terry McAuliffe did, and look what happened to him. I don't believe that they can be helpful, but I do believe if they continue to push these policies, it could be one of the biggest election losses for Democrats. I don't know, when she was speaker last time, losing 63 set a record, but it could be more competitive this time as well. Yes, last question. Hey, thanks so much. Um, as we saw last night, uh, there were massive waves uh, for Republicans in New Jersey. Yep. Um, obviously in, in Virginia. The last time we saw some of these waves in uh, especially states like New Jersey was in 2019 and shortly after that, Representative Van Drew flipped and become the Democrat and the Republican. Are you having any conversations with some of these moderate Democrats who are kind of on the cusp of potentially losing their seats next year to come on over, especially those five moderate Democrats who are in opposition to the reconciliation bill as it stands and don't seem to really fit in with the majority of their office? Anymore. I remember sitting in this room one time and people kind of laughed at me when I said there were some Democrats who wanted to re-register Republican. And I believe the party is a big tent and everybody's welcome. Jeff Van Drew left a party that was in the majority and joined the minority. And he did it when the history was saying we we're going to lose races and seats. And it was going to be competitive for him. He had a competitive race. But he did it because he said the party has left him. I think that discussion, and I know I've had that discussion with quite a few members on the other side. 
Don't be pushed to do something you don't believe in. Yep. Because That's right. policies are wrong. You've been reluctant right now, but join with us. Our party is open to have other people join us. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Folks, there it is. Kevin McCarthy right here on the John DePietro Show. Speaker in waiting. Boy, he is just terrific. Folks, this is beyond exciting, as you know. I want to play some more sound from last night. But I also like putting out, you know, the ear just seems crisper. The water tastes better. Food tastes better. America is on the road to recovery. Now, here's the thing. Next year, the election. The election for next year. Obviously. Rhode Island and Mass, especially Rhode Island, we need change. Who is on the right side of these issues? No one in power is on the right side of these issues. Governor McKee is a Biden Democrat. Governor McKee is fully on board with the Biden agenda that's failing. Governor McKee, all they want to do is pay people not to vote and kowtow and cater. To illegals for one reason, to get the vote. Ramundo is part of the failing Biden administration. That's her legacy. She thought she was so slick shooting out of here to join the administration. Guess what? You're, you wanted it. You're part of it. Commerce Secretary Ramundo now saying, oh, well, you know, the government doesn't get it. Yeah, the government doesn't get it. I thought you were going to solve the problem. Now, I want to get more about Rhode Island aboard 20 million into school districts, counter pandemic learning loss. Where's that money going? To do what? It's broken. Rhode Island Schools Commission contract renewed for three years. What? We have some of the worst test scores in the country. However, because she is hated by the unions, she gets somewhat of a pass because of that. Now, right now at 1.32, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I'll tell you, this guy that won in Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, he could be president someday. He is the real deal. Brilliant guy, made a fortune in the private sector. We're in a great, perfect race. Perfect race. People that voted for Biden have turned away. Now, I want to play some more sound. I like this sound of someone that's saying Biden has turned me into a Republican. Biden has turned me into a Republican. Think of that. Love hearing that type of thing. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by, come on, brother. It's Brother's Disposal. Call Brother Roland today, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother, call Brother Roland today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. Or they're now also offering weekly trash collection services, Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517. All right, let's go to some of our sound. At one thirty-three, folks, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. What a glorious Wednesday this is. Oh, I love this. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis calls the White House the Brandon administration. Let's hold on. Let's hear that. There's no way to drown that out. What's going on with with some of the big corporations? 
Americans with their woke agenda. When you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of... Whoa, love that. Wow. Let's go, Brandon. Wow. Oh, wow. What a great line. Holy, things are alive. Things are happening. Um, oh, my God. Let me get to that in just a moment. Let me... Um, I want to get to... You know, New Jersey was looking really good. New Jersey was looking really good but it it's a tough one it is definitely that that and that he had a long way to go boy he was coming on strong all right let me play this is um Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Virginia Latino voter Biden turned me into a Republican. Let me hear this. Destroying the economy. Inflation through the roof. Everything is terrible. This is, again, I believe the Biden turned me into a Republican. How about that? The folks also now close to home. I want to play... Um, uh, let me play some more sound from from last night. Now, also, this was Representative Virginia Fox. She spoke just a short time ago, Capitol Hill. Folks, this is the message that came out of yesterday. Listen to this. Last night's victory in Virginia proves that the voices of parents matter. That's right. It proves that parents will not and cannot be silenced. Yep. Education is at the forefront of voters' minds because it matters. That's right, Governor McKay. It matters McKay. what our kids learn in school. It matters what books are in our school libraries. That's right. It matters what kids believe about their country. Most importantly, it matters what our kids believe they are capable of achieving. The left has tried to take education out of the hands of parents, local government, and the states for too long. This is our answer to the left's attempt to nationalize education. No. No to leftist indoctrination, no to critical race theory, right. and no to identity politics. That's right. Republicans believe that yep. policy believe in policies that unite us, not divide us. We know that education is at its best when run locally and when parents have choice. That is what we are fighting for. Now folks in Rhode Island, they don't want parents to have choice. They don't want parents to have a choice. Let me play some more of the, I I also want to play, um, and I was there for it yesterday. I think, um, wow, Virginia governor-elect Glenn Yolkin sent a fruit basket with a thank you card to the Lincoln Project. They're the ones, Gary Sass is part of that. They said, we're coming for you. And instead, then they, they also had some people dress up like they were, uh, basically Nazis, that is the Gary Sass group. But I want to play a little bit, just for a moment, folks. At 1237, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Where is, here we go. So I was at this press briefing yesterday, and uh, I have no idea why 
he still then has her talk. She never really says anything. I believe that this individual is going to drag down McKee. He thinks that she's going to help him win the election. But I, I'm going to disagree. Here it is. And I want to encourage all the small business to, that is struggling right now to make sure that they apply for this uh, funding. Um, and this is Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. For all of those um, that are in the care economy, um, the nursing home, all of those facilities that, um, that have been here from uh, through the long-term care, which is uh, um, the long-term care coordinator council, which I chair. And I hear a lot the struggle, the struggles that they're going through right now. So I hope that they also take advantage of this opportunity of this funding. She doesn't do anything to help them. She doesn't do anything to help them. She just hears that they're struggling, but nothing to actually help them. All right. I want to play, you know, this is like a little bit out of left field, but this was um, Colin Kaepernick basically compares playing the NFL to being a slave. And I'm told that on The View, Senny Hostin has defended his belief that the NFL is comparable to slavery. So I want to just, why not? Well, I want to hear this. It's not that long. Here we go. A lot of attention about this special. But these guys enter willingly. They are the most well-cared-for people. Yes, they play a hard sport. And every one of them, black, white, Latino, whoever's playing the sport, will tell you how much they love it. And they're willing to do it. And they make a damn good living. I, I will tell you, I, um, uh, I-, I loved this special. Um, I thought it was artfully done. Um, I thought it was impactful. I'm glad that he gets to tell his story finally because everyone else has sort of co-opted the story. But the headlines that are coming out of it instead of his story is, oh my goodness, Colin Kaepernick uh, compared the NFL combines to, to slavery. And that's all that anyone is talking about. And, and, and that is unfortunate. But if you really watch this series, and I, I implore people too, what he says during that um, comparison is, what they don't want you to understand is what's being established as a power dynamic. Because before they put you on the field, teams poke, prod, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected, no dignity left intact. And I will tell you that, you know, my son... Um, is not playing football now, but he did. Part, he was recruited to play football for college, and I saw the combines for the first time. And they were measuring his wingspan. They had him jump up and down to to, to measure on um, something that's called a vertical jump. And I felt some kind of way about it. Um, and it was an uncomfortable thing to watch as a parent for your child um, to be sort of com- uh, to be a commodity in that way. And I know that they're being paid for it um, in, the, in the NFL. At what cost? But at what cost? And the other thing is, when you think about they know, but when you think about- What? That is ludicrous. Folks, how do they allow this foolishness to go on? Holy cow. No. No, this is, they're not gonna, I also wanna, um, folks, this is a great line, and again, good afternoon at 141. Steve Ratner, this was on Morning Joe. Americans live, American Lives, our lives in America are not better under Biden. Let me play that. The answer in chart number three, which is, in fact, Americans' lives aren't better uh, necessarily, because when you look on the left here, this is this shows you what happens to real wages, wages after adjustment for inflation. And you can see the dotted line is the trend line. And wait, real wages after inflation actually jumped up during the pandemic, mostly because mm-hmm. prices went down. But what's happened since then, this is inflation. And this is what the American people are really unhappy about. Inflation, for the first time in a long time, is polling number one 
broadly speaking, across the nation as the issue. And so you can see, in fact, that pink area shows you the gap between the trend line where wages were supposed to be going and where real wages after adjustment and inflation are actually going. Americans are actually losing purchase. For all the you read about wage increases, Amazon and this and so on, Americans' wages are actually going down at the moment in real terms after inflation. Gas is three dollars and forty cents across the nation. It was that's the highest since two thousand and fourteen. There was a poll in October in which eighty nine percent of Americans said they were very concerned about the economy. There was a poll in October also that said that half the Americans expect the economy to get worse, not better, over the next few months. And you can see that in the chart on the right, which which compares uh, sentiment about jobs to just general sentiment. And you can see that they track closely, closely closely and then suddenly they diverge why do they diverge americans know there are a lot of jobs but they're still unhappy about the economy because of inflation because of purchasing power that is exactly right folks you know it's all a myth that of all this has been going well now i also want to play this is who won last night lieutenant governor of course the media wasn't covering her she is a woman of color she's a former marine winsome sears she is so dynamic. She had a big night. She's the new lieutenant governor. Listen to her compared to that's why I played Lieutenant Governor Matos. Here we go. 1963. He came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica. He came and I said to him, but it was such a bad time for us. Why did you come? And he said, because America was where the jobs and the opportunities were. took any job he could find and he put himself through school and started his American dream and then yes and now he's comfortably retired and then he came and got me when I was six years old and when I stepped on that Pan Am Boeing 737 and landed at JFK I landed in a new world first-generation American. When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican. But this country had done so much for me, I was willing, willing to die for this country. Listen to that. divide us and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want. We can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once but twice and here Black and I have been black all 
There's the new lieutenant governor. But that's not what this is about. do is we are going to now be about the business of the Commonwealth. We have things to tend to. We are going to fully fund our historically black colleges and universities. Folks, again, listen how well she speaks. She is a woman of color. She is the new lieutenant governor. And really, really incredible. Really impressive. Um, again, good afternoon. You know, I, I got a message from someone that said, I don't like Kevin McCarthy. Name names. Kevin McCarthy's going to be the next speaker. I want some. No, no, no. Name names. Can't say new blood. That's not an answer. Name names. That's like someone that says, we got to get better players in here. Who? Who? You play your team with the players that you have. There's no one in Washington who is perfect. But Kevin McCarthy will be the next speaker. And anyone that underestimates that or doesn't understand that doesn't understand how difficult that is. Folks, Rhode Island's congressmen are Cicilline and Langevin. Can you even dream if we had someone like a Jim Jordan or Kevin McCarthy? My God. How can what, what do you think they think of us? We have Cicilline and Langevin. They don't accomplish anything. Cicilline's idea is I'm going to bring a bunch of illegals into the state, get them registered to vote, and therefore I don't have to answer to the voters anymore. And by the way, that's that's not kind of what he's been doing. That's exactly what he's been doing. At 148. On this Wednesday, this portion of the program is brought to you by It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's My Health. Stop in and see Marie, the Queen of Health, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. It's My Health, where she has vitamins, herbal remedies uh, from trusted companies, understand quality, integrity, local products like ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. Over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, and don't forget depetro.com, which is brought to you by Surplus Provisions. Look for them. You can get a direct link on the website. DePetro.com, Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, one mile from Garden City, where they have tactical gear, pepper spray. Uh, it's, it's female friendly. They have the winter gear out. Quality military surplus tactical survival gear, Surplus Provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and look for them on Facebook. You know, at this point, I mean, if you have a problem that Kevin McCarthy is going to be the next speaker, then you're just not in tune with what's going on. You are not in tune with what's going on. The party is moving forward. The party is moving forward. And also, by the way, you know, it can't be missed. It should not be ignored. 
that the winner in Virginia did not have President Trump come in. Did not have President Trump come in. He didn't alienate the Trump people, but he didn't have him come in. Now, I'm a supporter of the president, but he brings a lot of baggage. The Republican won in Virginia fighting on cultural issues, primarily education and the economy. Those two. Now, in Rhode Island, we have a different set of challenges. The first thing that has to happen is the Republican Party needs to try to straighten out the voter rolls. Now, it's going to be a tough task. They need someone competent to run and win as Secretary of State and then clean up the voter rolls. But the opportunity is there for next year. People are angry. I think Governor McKee, right now it's 151 on this this Wednesday. I believe, folks, Governor McKee is, I think he's going to have a tough time. I think he's he's going to have a difficult time. And I what what I mean by that is I want to be very clear because I know a lot of his uh, friends and supporters who live, you know, support him when he was the mayor of Cumberland. Listen to the program. And I hear from many of you. But I, I think also he has some things that are that are out of his control that he's dealing with, such as a very unpopular president. That can't be ignored. You know, where they lose people, I'll tell you that Helena folks, where she, I, I, I just roll my eyes. If she's ever run for office, she's ever won anything, and the first thing she does in her announcement is come out of the box and take a swing and say she doesn't want any Trump supporters voting for her. You don't win that way. You don't win that way. Um. Th- Yunkin, Yunkin that just won in Virginia, he didn't say, I don't want Biden voters. He didn't say that. You know, what they're saying about a lot of the people in the suburbs in Virginia is the Democrats didn't own them. They just rented them. They did leave President Trump. They did. They left President Trump. But they were not fully on board with Biden. And they quickly moved into the camp of the challenger. But he didn't say, I don't want Trump supporters. You know, Governor McKee has said that. Governor McKee said that when he threw Jerry Zarella under the bus. I don't want any Trump supporters voting for me. Guess what? Wish granted. You're going to get your wish granted, Governor McKee. And the same thing with this Helena folks. Who comes out of the box? President Trump got 200,000 votes. Last of a year ago, he definitely did. There's no way Biden got 325. 200,000 votes. And you have two people. Now, first of all, there's no way Matt Brown would court them. But they come out of the box, and the first thing they say is, I don't want any Trump supporters voting for me. Guess what? Not a problem. But that is very interesting. Two people that have really shot up now. One is Governor DeSantis in Florida. And the other is this new governor in Virginia. He is. They're winning on culture issues. They're winning on on issues that matter to people is how they're winning. Folks, speak. 
speaking of things that matter to people, stop it and see our friends at Brood Awakening. You hungry right now? They're open. They have a location in Providence, 100 Westminster. They have location in Johnston, Cranston, and Warwick. It's delicious. They're open right now. Open for breakfast, lunch, and late afternoon. Cozy environment. Fresh ingredients. I love it. Brood Awakenings. Stop in and see them. Well, folks, again, um, this is very, very dramatic what's going on right now. People are angry. Hear me out. Right now it's 154. This is what I think Governor McKee's going to run into. People are angry. Parents are angry. Parents are angry the way they were treated and the way their children have been treated, the way the schools went during the pandemic. Now, granted, in Rhode Island, the big primary is next September. So a lot can change. But next November, one year from now, is the statewide elections. People are angry. What's Governor McKee dealing with? There are things he's dealing with that are outside of his control. Price of gas. The supply chain mess that Raimondo has totally screwed up. Our standing in the world. The border. Although he doesn't have to encourage them to bring people into our state illegals. The border's a mess. Afghanistan's a mess. Biden is a mess. The Biden presidency is completely failing. Now, Ann Coulter, who I like and enjoy, and I've interviewed her several times, she just tweeted, Trump is so over. I'm not ready to go that far. President Trump has kept a lot of enthusiasm in the party. Um, but it can't be ignored. It cannot be ignored that the candidate in New Jersey did very well, and he didn't bring him in. And the candidate in Virginia did very well, and he didn't bring him in. Now, Biden went to New Jersey, and that race, I think, is going to be recounted, although the, the governor could be eking out a very slight victory, although up and down the ballot, Democrats are getting crushed in New Jersey. Biden went to Virginia. Look who went to Virginia. But President Obama went to Virginia. Kamala Harris, the vice president, went to Virginia. President Biden went to Virginia. And then, of course, they closed with Randy Weingarten. The Biden presidency is a problem. People are not, you know, he came in, and I'm going to say what other people, it was supposed to be stability and no more chaos. And it's, it's a different level of chaos. And it really all started to unravel this summer. You know, the first hint, there were a lot of mistakes with the Biden presidency this past summer. Fourth of July, kind of proclaiming COVID was over. By Afghanistan. There's no way to spin that. People falling off the airplane. Look at the price of gas. Right now it's 157. Wherever you can hear my voice. Whether you're in Lincoln or Cumberland or Rentham or Attleboro or Bellingham. Look at the price of gas. That's everywhere. It's like billboards in every town USA telling people that things are not going well. Look at the empty shelves of the stores. Supply chain nightmare. The border, 15,000 Haitians under the bridge, a mess. 
And what does Biden do? He goes after the Border Patrol who were on the horseback. Now, this, he, and then he goes overseas and he falls asleep. Now, they're not going to get this spending package done. They're not going to get it done because it's not in him. It's not. He's not up to it. They have let the progressives take over the party. And folks, this is the ultimate beware. Don't say you weren't warned. People voted for Biden, and instead they got the Bernie Sanders agenda. No one wants that. No one wants AOC, people like AOC and Alorza, and all the progressives calling all the shots. Nobody wants that. It's not what they wanted. And parents being told there's no place for them with the child's education. And that's going on in Rhode Island, by the way, where parents are not listened to. Well, parents vote. And this is going to be a big problem. Folks, today is Wednesday, November 3rd. It's the John DePietro Show. Now, coming up, you're going to hear the 2 o'clock news, then the John Dion program. I can't emphasize enough how major this victory was in Virginia. Changes Everything. Now, tonight, very special one after dark tonight. So don't miss that. But stay tuned for the two o'clock news, the latest now, where parents won. Parents won yesterday. And the Biden administration has come to a halt. They are in free fall. And everything seems better. All right, listen, enjoy. WNRI, Winsocket.